Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey everybody, this is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, and you have heard me speak from my home office, you have heard me speak from a coffee shop, from out-of-office co-working, a ridiculously awesome co-working space in, in Hudson, Massachusetts. But today, I have crossed town lines over to Westboro. So I'm in Westboro, Massachusetts. I traveled here from my home office in Sudbury, and I am at the world headquarters of Vision Advertising. And across the table from me is Julia Becker-Collins. She's the chief operating officer of Vision Advertising. And we're gonna talk about marketing, her agency, her career, and, and who knows what else might come up in this conversation. Folks, let me introduce you to Julia Becker-Collins. Julia, say hello and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, um, as Bob said, I'm Julia Becker-Collins. I am the Chief Operating Officer here at Vision Advertising, and we are in our wonderful offices here in Westboro. Um, Vision Advertising has been around for 20 years. Um, for 19 years, we were actually in Worcester, and we really loved it there. It was wonderful, and Worcester was a wonderful home for us, but we actually outgrew that space and so at the end of last year, we moved to Westboro. Um, we're really excited about this new space. It's about double the space for us. It allowed us to grow our staff, have a more centrally located office to accommodate our clients that are in the eastern portion of the state and uh, also in the western portion, the central portion of the state, and also all over New England. Um, and I have been with the agency for three years. Uh, at the end of last year, I was promoted to COO, as Bob said. Um, and previously, I was the vice president. Um, and this new role is just that same role, but bigger, really. <laughs> so the buck really stops with me now. Um, that must be an awesome feeling, Julia. You know I've been in business many, many years and, and never had the opportunity to necessarily sit in the CEO, COO's mm -hmm. chair. And, and it must feel like an awesome responsibility, but it also must feel like kind of cool. I mean, yeah. you have a lot of authority, I imagine. You yep. call the shots. How do you balance, I guess, that responsibility with the authority and, and is it as, quote, cool as, as I think it is? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does sound like a really cool job, and there's a lot of great things about it. Um, it it's, you know, it's a balancing act. Like you said, it's, you know, there's nobody to hold you accountable except yourself. So um, you have to be the right kind of person to be really, really good at holding yourself accountable and holding everybody that reports to you accountable and holding the clients accountable and holding the people that report to your staff accountable. You have to be good at both the small details and the big details and knowing when to step back and let other people deal with things. There's a difference between a CEO and a COO. I'm not the big visionary an entrepreneur or a CEO is. I'm good at big picture thinking, small picture thinking, teeny tiny minutia, finances, operations, execution, etc. But it's great to just see it all in action as well. 
That's huge. I mean, it's where the rubber meets the road in terms of, you know, operations. I mean, that's, like you say, it's uh, the buck stops here mm-hmm. with you. Um, I have to ask your COO, is there a, I think there is a CEO, yes, and I is. think I know who she is. Is there yeah. a story there? Because you said you've been around, yeah. this agency has for 20 years, you've yeah. only been here three. Yeah. Tell yeah. me about your... Yeah. Counterpart yeah. or the founder of the company? Absolutely. So, uh, Vision Advertising was founded by Laura Di Benedetto 20 years ago. Uh, it was actually founded in her college dorm room at Becker College. No, there is no relationship between Becker College and myself. It's just a fun coincidence. <laughs> but that's an amazing right there, what uh, you just yeah. said in college dorm. 20. Mm-hmm. So, she founded the company when she was she in was college. Ni- she was yeah. 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. And so, she, um, she founded it. Um, for a long time, she was on her own. Um, then the company grew, and she needed to hire staff, as you know, successful companies do. Um, she hired staff, and then she delegated and delegated, and the company grew and grew. And then we grew into an office that wasn't in her house, and then we grew into a different office, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of the typical company story, right? Um, and then, you know, she kind of hit a point where about 17, 16 years ago where she was like, okay, well, I have been doing this for a very long time. I kind of don't want to do this anymore, right? So I had known Laura from before I started working here. Actually, I know her through uh, Charlotte Holberry, who is another amazing person who you should actually chat with. Um, she introduced us and Laura and I became friendly and you know professional colleagues and Um, Laura was looking to bring somebody on to run the operations department, but also to eventually be her successor. Um, Because, you know, anybody that's been doing something for a very long time is kind of done with doing that. That's an awful long time, and kudos to her. Kudos to you, because this is her baby, and Mm -hmm. she's handed the baby almost totally over to you yep. mm-hmm. so again i i can imagine the responsibility you must feel mm-hmm. but i see you fairly regularly yep. and it doesn't show and that <laughs> I mean, you seem to handle it quite oh, effortlessly you. and and i know you got a lot on your plate so I do. yeah i do i do um when i came on board it, i came on um on a partnership track Um, And I really have a firm belief that this company is doing the best job possible. I really have enjoyed getting it to a really wonderful place. This team is fantastic. And I, you know, I say that I don't really have a boss, but I come to work every day for them. Yeah, well, your your team, in a way, you have to prove it, if you will, prove yourself to them every day, your mm-hmm. clients every day. I'm in business, I mean, mm-hmm. at least that's how I think. But of course, it goes both ways. They 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 back to you, have to prove themselves. Um, it's a partnership. Tell me about the kind of work Vision does. I mean, I can see a sign across the room that, that does spell it out for me, yep. but I, I see social media and websites and marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. Where is your sweet spot? Where is Vision's the bulk of Vision's work and and yeah. So we do um, about half of our work with our clients um, are with B2C clients, uh, restaurants, uh, hospitality, um, you know, we call them our uh, fun and fun-loving clients. Um, Christian, who you met earlier, he works with a lot of them. Um, That's clients who own uh, Mexican restaurants and 
uh, obstacle course racing places and all kinds of different fun things that are very visually appealing, right? So there's a lot of Instagram and there's a lot of Facebook and photography and video and all professionally managed. Yes. Um, so it's not just, okay, we're going to come take some photos right, and right. post some things for you. It's complete custom mm-hmm. account management of social media along with reputation management, uh, Google um, reviews, Yelp reviews, uh, Facebook reviews, et cetera, et cetera, because there's a lot happening behind the scenes that people don't think of. Yes. Um, ad account management, you know, how much should you be spending here versus here, on what kind of campaign, event marketing, uh, opening a new restaurant, grand openings, customer appreciations, et cetera. So that's about half the business we do. Um, we're also building websites, SEO, et cetera, for those clients. Really holistic um, marketing. And it's all based on what those clients need. Is it pretty much all online? Yes. For those clients, primarily, sometimes it's some print, right? So we have some clients that like to do um, some print ads in, say, the Hanover Theater um, playbooks because they're supporting a local theater production. Things like that. Um, But primarily... um, Digital. And how do you get your business? I mean, I've worked for a lot of different agencies and, and I, I know the different ways, meaning you could be advertising, you could be going to events, it could be mm-hmm. through friends. Is there a certain best practice? So let's say other agency owners are listening, not to give away any secrets, but <laughs> what, what do you think is the best way to get well, new business? It really depends. So I had said that's about half of our business. The other half is really B2B. Oh. Phone's ringing. Um, It's always a good sign. Yes, always Uh, there you go. Boom. (laughs) uh, The other half of our business is really B2B, right? Professional services. Um, So whether it's landscape architects, um, accounting firms, uh, law firms, etc. They all need marketing as well, but that's very different, right? It's very different to market a Mexican restaurant than it is to market a law firm. And we do both of those things because the people that work here um, really specialize in the work that they do. We don't have marketing generalists. We have people that specialize in specific kind of work. So bringing in new business, it depends on who I'm trying to attract, right? So I have brought in new business through speaking opportunities. I had a really great experience um, at Clark University giving a workshop um, with Phil, who you know really well. Who's Phil? I've never heard of Phil. <laughs> Hi, Phil, if you're listening. I oh, hope you are. I miss Phil. So Phil Hall is, is my counterpart on the Sudbury Social Tweetup. We we started that thing eight years ago or so, and, and Phil's awesome. Phil Hollis of FeedBlitz used to live around here up until just a month or so ago. Yep. But I have to interject, yeah, excuse absolutely. me, but, but when you mentioned Phil, that's how you and I, yep. Julia, met. You, you came out to the Sudbury Social Tweetup. Yep. It's a networking group. We've been meeting once a month for about eight years. So that might be one way. Yep. Networking, you, you get out to events. Well, so that's sort of my point. You know, it's, it's all different ways. But for me, as a professional, the way that I have found to be most successful bringing a new business is having that personal face time with the executive. Because, you know, to be really blunt, I am not for everyone, right? I am a very specific kind of executive and I'm a very specific kind of uh, marketer. I have a very um, 
straightforward personality. I am not buttoned up in a suit. We have, we're also not the marketing agency for everyone. You know, your listeners can't hear, can't see the agency, but we have purple walls and... Well, I love it. So you'd you'd be for me if I was a potential client. We have colorful (laughs) walls here and my staff dresses very casually and... You know, I have tattoos and, you know, bright red hair. <laughs> we are unapologetically ourselves here. And we believe that we do the best work for our clients. And that either works for you in that we are really good at what we do and we are ourselves doing it or it doesn't. And that's okay because we're not for everybody. So when I have really great in-person conversations, it's because... People want to sign on with us or have additional conversations with us because I'm a great representative of this company or somebody else here is a great representative of this company. This is not the Julia show. So it should be everybody here should be marketing the brand because everybody here is a good representative of the brand. I can see why you're in the COO (laughs) chair, Julia. And, And when you say unapologetically yourselves, I love that because that's what I preach to my clients as a social media marketer. I'm always saying your followers, your fans, your friends, they want to get to know you for who you are. I applaud that. So I know when you're a strong person and direct Mm -hmm. person, sometimes your your words, that's not gonna be for everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think in a leadership role, that's what people are looking for, more of that you know, confidence and, and, you know, just cut to the chase, tell it like it is. I imagine that works well for you. And again, I can see why you're in the COO's chair. (laughs) It's okay. Keep thinking CEO, COO's chair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's helpful with clients. It's helpful with running the business. It's helpful you know, recruiting staff, it's helpful managing staff, it's helpful in a lot of different ways. I would have complete, I can see why Laura handed it over to you because, yeah. you know, you, you, um, you know, confidence is written all oh, over you. you. That should be one of your tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you have to be, you're either covering something up or you're pretty confident to walk around yeah. with bright red hair and lots yeah. of tattoos. So. Look at you. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So running a business, you also run, period. Yes, you do, do a lot on the side. Mm-hmm. So I met you with the Sudbury Social Twitter, yes. but I also have gotten to know you a little bit yes. over the years. And thanks to social media, what, which I practice uh, daily, personally yeah. and professionally, I, I follow you and Thank see you. all your events and activities. Tell us about your physical fitness life, which oh, is yeah. huge. <laughs> and, and, you know, Spartan sure. racing and, you know, all of that. Mm, excuse me. So I, I got into Spartan racing, which is um, obstacle racing. Um, I got into it a couple of years ago. Uh, because I did the Fenway Spartan Race, which is, I like to say, the um, gateway drug of Spartan races, <laughs> because it's a very low bar of, of Spartan races, considering how many you know other choices they are. But it's hard, right? It's hard for anybody. It's a challenging race. I don't of want to course. diminish it. Of course. Um, I did it a, uh, three years ago, two and a half years ago, something like that, and I loved it. I loved it because it's hard. And that's a special kind of personality that wants to do something that's hard, does the hard thing, gets completely beat up by it, and says, okay, great, what's harder and what can I do, what else can I do? 
And I just, I thought it was the best thing ever. Listen to these quotes, folks. If I was covering <laughs> this uh, live on Twitter, I mean, I just love that. What can I do that's harder than what right. I just did? That's Julia Becca Collins. I mean, that's why you're COO. Right. I mean, that's why you're a leader. I right. Because you mean, you want challenge. You want something that's difficult. I do. I mean, my husband says that I'm the most determined person he's ever met. He he describes me as you know you go you find the thing that you want and there is literally nothing that will stop you from getting it. Jesus. Yeah. I, right. So that's that's very much me. I'm like a pit bull. And there is nothing that will stop me. He's like, I don't know how you do it, but somehow you do it. I went from nonprofit marketing to corporate marketing, and that is a very hard transition to make. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't see what the problem is. And then I did it. So to me, you are the only thing standing in your own way from the goal that the you want. The sky's want. the limit. Exactly. Yeah. And I am not, you know... I'm saying that as somebody that has a full understanding that other people have more challenges than I do and you know not everybody has the privilege that I have but you know you you're your own biggest obstacle so you know and that's whether in career or in your own personal life so so Spartan um, yes. back to so you've done a lot of that um, they're great marketers I think they are and they're local <laughs> they're based in Boston I did not know yeah, that yeah they yeah. are they're based in Boston um, Joe D, who is the founder, he is up in Vermont, but the company is based in Boston. Um, they, I think they're downtown uh, Boston. So you know what they do really well, I think, um, having never done one, yeah, I, yeah. I am a runner, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid I'd get hurt doing a Spartan. It's then very it, different. Then I wouldn't be able to do my marathon. Right, right. Well, my <laughs> husband, is um, he's about to do the Chicago Marathon. Good and fan. he did Spartan Trifecta with me last year. And after doing that, he doesn't want to do it again yeah. until after Chicago. You have to be careful as a runner because doing a Spartan, you might, there's a good chance of getting hurt. No, well, because there's a lot more <laughs> lateral movement yes. in a Spartan race than in a road race. But so. what I think from, from a distance, no pun intended, uh, that I see them do, <laughs> distance, distance running. Yeah, yeah. Um, the crowdsourcing, meaning they... Uh, First of all, they take great photos of you yeah. guys, the, yeah. the participants, and I see the participants sharing those photos all the time. Yep. So that is free marketing for Spartan, oh. and I think that's brilliant marketing. Oh, and they've really taken advantage of the Facebook group um, feature. Which I might not even see. Maybe that's part of it, or I, I don't know. They've closed groups, a lot yeah. of closed groups, yeah. and they're doing a great job of that to create community. So, so they're doing a great job yeah, of that Yeah, kudos well. to them in oh, that, yeah. that department. Oh, yeah. But let me go back and answer your yeah, question. Yeah, please, please. About, um, so last year... I had set myself a goal to do a Spartan trifecta, which is, um, for people that don't know, it's three races in one calendar year. It's a sprint, which is a, about a 5K, three to five miles, um, with obstacles and, you know, whatever terrain. It's all trails. A super, which is about, you know, six to eight miles. But again, all kinds of terrain and obstacles and whatever. And a beast, which is um, <laughs> basically a half marathon on a mountain obstacles, terrain, blah, 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 blah. And you do all three within one calendar year, which requires training, et cetera, et cetera. You think? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that was my goal. And I had never really run any of those before I had done like Fenway, whatever. So, excuse me. So I set this goal for myself and then I got about, you know, two races in, one race in, and I was like, I'll do a double trifecta because I'm me and... 
sometimes I do crazy things and I decided instead of three races in one calendar year, I'll do six races in one calendar year. And what did that turn into? Oh, that turned into eight races in one calendar year. And then I also added a Tough Mudder and Lord knows what else. So that was last year. Um, at the end of last year, I closed out doing the Fenway race and I got hurt at the Fenway race. Fine. but The like, easiest of them all, maybe. Yes, of course, <laughs> because I wasn't really paying attention and whatever. And so that kind of sidelined me for a few weeks. But Only, you know, a few weeks. A few weeks. I mean, it, so, you were right back at it after that few weeks. But earlier in the year, I had made this decision because of a million different reasons that... Um, this year 2019 i was going to do an ultra which is so an ultra again for people who don't know um in the running world and in the obstacle world an ultra is anything that's further than a marathon right so uh, a lot of them tend to be trail races which you know um and they have all kinds of cutoffs and mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And there are ultra obstacle races. And an ultra obstacle race in the Spartan world is a 50K, which is 30 miles, but sometimes it's longer than that because there's penalty laps, etc. Plus mm-hmm. 60 plus obstacles, you know, plus all kinds of terrain because I decided to do a mountain run. So in April, end of April, April 26th, I did the New Jersey ultra spartan which ended up being i think with all the penalty laps and whatever uh 35 miles 60 plus obstacles more than 10,000 feet of elevation um yeah i mean this is like right this is i mean this makes me sound like a crazy person but it is crazy crazy. in a good way julia so and it took me 14 hours 16 minutes and 45 seconds I finished in the pitch black with a headlamp on by myself coming out of the woods. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very impressive. Yeah. Extremely impressive. And that's like no sitting down. I mean, I, just you know, I've been a runner my whole life, pretty much since high yeah. school. I've done marathons, but nothing, nothing close to what you're talking about. So, I mean, that's like really oh, big, you. big time thank you. athletics. So <laughs> my, you know, they say that after you do one ultra, then you're going to like get the ultra bug. And I was like, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be done. And I have all these other races planned for the year and it's going to be fine. And. No, of course, I'm doing another ultra this year. I've already signed up for it. It's October 26th. That's soon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm aware, believe me. (laughs) Maybe I'll run with you once. Uh, That'd be great. That's the easy part, of course. Yeah, the running is easier. (laughs) I am extremely impressed, and and I can relate, but not to the degree that, you know, 14 hours and and 10,000 feet and, and 60 obstacles. I mean, I... Again, have run 26.2 miles a bunch of times, but not, nothing like what you're doing with the obstacles and, and, and all of that. I, I applaud you. Thank you. And again, you know, the stories you have, you're perfectly suited. I mean, I'm guessing this is just the beginning of, of where you're heading in your career. Thank you. And because you're, you're, you're the whole package. I mean, oh, thank you. you know, your, your business, your, your personality, your athlete. Um, what isn't there about, if I may ask, um, you know, what, what's your Achilles heel or what, what haven't you done that you want to do besides, you know, something hard or, you know, no. a generic answer, but it, sure. are there goals specifically that, um, 
might be in your future or things that you can't yet do but you hope you can do sure i mean there's <laughs> there's all these different races i want to do right i'm sure you have that where you're like i want to do this race and i haven't hit it yet there's harder ultras with harder time cutoffs that i want to do i like ultra training because it gives me good focus right because when you run a company a lot of the time you feel like you're on a hamster wheel and even though you're busy all day, yep, yep. you're not getting anything done. Mm-hmm. Or you're quote unquote not mm-hmm. getting anything done even though you're getting a lot done, right? There's nothing for you to kind of check a box on and sit there and be like, I got this thing done today, right? Like even though you did a lot. But I feel like when you're on an ultra training plan where it's like on Monday, I go and do strength training. And on Tuesday, I run three miles at whatever pace I want. And then I go and lift kettlebells. And on Wednesday, right? It's very like check a box. Yep. Check a box. Yep. Check a box. Do the best you can. You put the miles in the bank, right? And it doesn't matter if they were fast miles or slow miles or good miles or bad miles. It's just you just keep chipping away at it and it gives me and it's a long cycle, right? You know, marathon training is a it, very long Yeah, cycle. long term, not not yeah. Right. And so it gives me 18 weeks of like some kind of structure that I have to do a lot for myself, right? Because it's not just the running and the strength. I know, yeah. It's it's also it's like acupuncture, massage therapy, nutrition, Epsom yep. salt baths, nutrition, hydration, you know, supplements, the eating, yep. the whole thing. You have to, I have to spend a lot of time thinking about that, which makes me a better leader. That's what I wanted to get to, meaning yeah. obviously it makes you a stronger person overall emotionally and physically right how does it relate to work specifically in 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 the future i mean where could this take you and i'm i'm talking business as much oh i understand yeah well i I don't know where it could take me in the future with business i you know i think it could only make me a better leader because i am very balanced right do you you have goals to write a book speak in front of five thousand people take this agency public um i don't take the agency public I really want to grow the agency I'm you know we've already been growing it which is great um, I have a real belief in a quality client over quantity of clients um, I like great clients I like clients that appreciate the work that we do I like um, clients that you know are really easy to talk to I was texting with a client earlier today and it was just the easiest conversation yeah just like they're friends they're, yeah it's, and it's, it's they don't even have to be a friend it's just an easy conversation yep. you yep. know um I really love the people that work for me and I would love some more people, you know, just to be able to strategically grow the company. Yeah. Um, I enjoy public speaking. I enjoy workshops, big, small, medium, whatever. Yeah, you, you, I can see you being a very much yeah. in-demand speaker in the future, if not already. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I've done public speaking to groups of 5,000 to down to 10, right? You know, and it's it's very different, but it, you get something out of it and everybody gets something out of it. And I enjoy that. I enjoy work, giving workshops, etc. Um, I had, you know, I just had somebody ask me if I was interested in doing a website with a blog, etc. about... Um, fitness and kind of all of that because you've seen my Instagram and yeah. I talk a yeah. lot you, you're about you're a personal the, brand you're a brand right so I have a lot of people that follow me on Instagram and it's my personal Instagram um, about my fitness journey and I'm very raw there because it's hard this is not easy and I don't understand this whole fitness thing on Instagram about like 
you know, do five deadlifts and it's so easy and you'll feel better at the end or whatever. Well, I think some of them might, it's possible be that's the way they want to show it sure. to their audience. And oh, totally. you're more authentic, you're it's unapologetically yes. yourself. Exactly. Whereas they might might be putting on a Correct. little bit of... And that's, it's just not, it's that way of doing it is, it's built to make people feel bad. And that's not helping anybody. Right, right. This, I just, I started my own Instagram, you know, you're going to share your photo of your wine and your cats and whatever. But then I started writing about my fitness journey because it was holding me accountable. And I found a lot of really great people on there that were on a similar journey. And now I have a lot of people reaching out to me saying that what I'm writing is helping them. Yep. And that's really the most I can ask for. You just said two really big things about social media, what a lot of people who don't do it don't understand. Doing it if you're in fitness and pretty much if you're in anything if you if you're driven goals driven ambitious mm-hmm. it holds you accountable it does because you can't really fake it and the those who do eventually are called out or or it's not benefiting them Correct. as much as it is the those who are extremely authentic and um also you inspire others and and you so over time, people start looking up to you. They follow you. Right. They follow in your footsteps, or at least right. try to. Who do you get inspired by, though, Julia? Because you're, you know, yeah. you're you're doing so much yourself, and and so much is strictly on you. But you have to get something from somebody or oh, something yeah. somewhere. Absolutely. Um. Well, my husband inspires me, which I know is the cheesiest thing in the whole entire world to say, but. Um, Not at all. He he, um, broke his ankle three weeks before the Napa Valley Marathon two years ago, and he wasn't able to run, and now he's coming back stronger than ever, and now he's a faster runner than he was before, and he's going to run Chicago, and he's so excited. Devin. Devin, yeah. Mm -hmm. I met Devin, and and I think that's awesome that you say he is your inspiration, because to me... You know, marriage, being a couple, whomever, your significant other yeah. is the most significant, should be the most significant. Wow, and he's And so that is so support. awesome. And, and I've met Devin and he, he's wonderful. He seems like a ridiculously awesome guy. Yes, he he's great. So, I also have a really strong network in general. I mean, Michelle, who was on your show, yes, yes. is a great friend. Yep. Um, she inspires me. Um, she's just, oh, she, she gets it. She really understands. You know what it's like to be at the top, yes, and to really, you know, deal with everything I deal with. But also, you know, I have a really amazing network of friends in general. But then, you know, on the fitness side, um, any big names, celebrities like that, or is it just? You know, I don't really do the big name celebrity <laughs> thing. I mean, you know, I follow people, but not for like inspiration. I more follow them for like the laughs. Like I follow Kristen Bell because she's funny. Oh yeah, I do know her. Yeah, right. I was but gonna not say because it's yeah. like you yeah. know they're lifting weights in their garage. She's the actress, right? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's on um, the Good Place, and she has her husband does a podcast. I Jack guess Shepherd. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. my I listen to him, mm-hmm. and my wife said, "Oh, that's Kristen Bell's husband." husband. I don't yeah. know her. Yeah. So what a power couple funny. they are. She's then. very funny. Yeah. But no, I follow. So you know, in my world, I have so I have a friend, uh, Beth Froberg. She. Um, She's amazing, and she inspires me very frequently. She had a significant weight loss, and now she does these endurance 
events that are 12 hour, 24 hour, 60 hour endurance events that are just incredible. And she talks to me about my ultra training. Like it's the only thing she has on her plate and she is happy to help me through the whole thing. And she's so happy to do it, so, which is so, like amazing. To so me. keys to success. If I was summarizing, not that, yeah, we're, not we're, that we're there, it, not that we're at that point in the conversation absolutely. yet, but this part about success. I mean, I see determination and drive. I see physical is, is and emotional, taking care of yourself as a absolutely. person, having a great network of friends, having a great significant other. Or just some kind of partnership. Right. Yeah. I think it's great to have a significant other. I think not everybody is privileged to have a significant other, but just having somebody in your corner yeah. is really great. Um, I think it's also really important to not have an ego, right? Like I have a strong ego in that I really know who I am, but I don't let things attack me and be like, well, now I have to defend my ego. Right. 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 I'm wrong all the time, and that's okay. Right. You. You you should have your own podcast, <laughs> your own brand. I mean, I see that in your future. I see you as as becoming more public in terms of your personal brand, if that's what you want. Right, and you, I'd be you, fine you'd be with a natural. That. Oh, thank you. I appreciate no, that. No, not even a question. You you know this is what I do for for thank clients, you. and thank and the you. more I learn about you, I say, Thanks. wow, you know, you are a a local celebrity who could become. National. Yeah, I think the local celebrity thing is you have to be okay with, right? Like, I get stopped a lot, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, my life is kind of not my own anymore. And then you kind of have to be okay with that. Well, and see, you, again, you do know what you want and what you don't. And I, you know, not everyone has that clarity. That's very true. Yeah. That is very true, which is, you know, that can be difficult for people. So, back to marketing. What do you personally like about marketing and how do you use it get if you don't mind getting away from vision but what do you do on you talked a little bit about instagram what do you like yourself about social media marketing today and where do you think it might go in the future how has it changed sure so i used to love twitter and i still have an account but it just is too snarky these days it makes me crazy i go on there if i need the news but otherwise, it's too many people fighting, and I yep. can't. I don't have time for drama in my life. It's just yep. not. I don't have the bandwidth. Another great quote. Facebook is kind of a necessary evil. You know, I'm shrugging my shoulders. It kind of is what it is. Well, 80, 90 percent of the population, approximately, are, are is on it. So, Correct. as you said, necessary. It's a necessary evil. I think it's a really good way to interact with some brands. If you, if they're a local brand. That's good. Um, it's great for events to find events. Yes, like every yes. person, it's great for that. Um, we have to thank like Facebook it. for, for oh, the whole totally. social media it's, thing. Yeah, it's fun. getting people used to sharing. I like Facebook Messenger a lot yep. because that's private. super helpful. That's how we talk. Right. It's it's easy. It's you know, it's private. It's you don't have to have somebody's phone number. It's I like that. Um, Facebook groups are really great. Yes, Facebook groups. I've been involved in a lot of Facebook groups that I find very helpful, right? Yeah. So I'm in a running group for women that I find really, really helpful and inspiring that supports women at all different like places and paces, right? So that's great because a lot of women have a lot of shame around how fast they go or what they look like or you know what stage they're at and running and et cetera, et cetera. It's great, great, great group. Um, 
there's a lot of Facebook groups for women that do strength training, and I like those. Otherwise, Facebook kind of makes me a little bit crazy because it's just too much. I know right? it's, it's a lot of much. bragging and, and gloating and, and, and also and pretension and it part, part, but it, what I like to say is I feel it's an extension of who we are. And you're going to have yeah. those who brag, you're going to have those who criticize, you're going to have those who are just nice people. Totally. Some people post once every six months. Some people post yeah. three times a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're probably bad communicators in their regular life. <laughs> so, but then I like Instagram because it's drama free most yeah. of the time. Well, it's and mostly it's, visual. Correct. And, and then if you just want to look at pictures of cats playing pianos, you mm-hmm. can. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of find your own community on there by, you know, following hashtags and whatever, which is nice. What about video? Have you done much with video? Do you have I done much with video yeah, personally? Yeah. Personally or professionally. Um, I, in all seriousness, the only video I have done is <laughs> some video with kettlebells because you can see your form better. Um, and then some video to see if, you know, the way that you're running is correct. Mm-hmm. But that's it, right? So I'm just not... You know, when you're out there on the trail by yourself, you're not really taking video of mm-hmm. yourself. But professionally, do you see Vision um, doing video? Do you have you yeah. seen? Yeah, I mean, video is doing so much better than static anything these yes. days. Yes, it's crazy. So, like, if you're doing email marketing, which I really do think is making a comeback for good or for bad, um, especially for retention marketing, um, video is having I think it's an eighty percent higher click through rate than. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a photo. And, and on LinkedIn for, you know, a good B2B audience, right. video really resonates. And oh, the absolutely. algorithm favors video. That's what I've seen. And, and Well, the other big thing that we've seen here is that, you know, anything that has people in it. So, you know, stock imagery just does not do the job. You really want... Very good you know, point. Yep. Right. So you've talked about this. I know this in your videos, but we've talked about it here. You know, authenticity really is yep. king. Yep. So, you know, staged photos just are not as good as kind of an ugly, air quotes, ugly photo. The um, real people, for correct. better or worse, the real deal. The real photo, the real people, the, you know, maybe it's cropped incorrectly, whatever it is, people just don't want to see things be pretty anymore. So, you know, even on LinkedIn, because people assume people lie. So it's just, it's how it is. Julia, awesome talking to you. I have one last question. It's kind of a silly one. And I I just heard it recently, to be honest with you, at a panel discussion. I'm going to throw it at you. So ironically, you have... So the question's about superhero powers, and okay. I, I say ironically, I mean, I believe you have literally some superhero <laughs> powers, um, but funny. there's got to be some superhero power you don't have oh, that know. you sure. wish you did. Oh. Well, what would that be? <laughs> um, it's a tough question. I'd love the ability to travel through time. Not to, like, do anything, but just to see things, mm-hmm. right? So, like... Go see what happened. Visit people that have passed away. Yeah. See, I don't necessarily want to go into the future because that's not really my jam. But <laughs> I really would enjoy, you know, my grandmother passed away about 10 years ago. And I'd love to go see her. Mm. Go see what it was like during the 60s. And, you know, is it as crazy as everybody said? You know, kind of all the different things and really see what happened. Um, just to see. 
I love that answer. I, I agree. Time travel would be really cool. And, and going into the future would probably be, it'd be scary. I, I, I'm curious, but I don't know if I would want to know. It's not, it, that's it would not, spoil everything. But also, I don't think it would be what it's, what it's going to be because, you know, the whole buff, butterfly flaps its wings theory. So, like, butterfly flaps its wings in the Amazon and then, you know, there's an earthquake somewhere else. It's like, you know, the ripple effect of things. Yeah, so, like, yeah. one person makes a decision and then something else happens because of it. So, you know, I personally believe you have no idea what's going to happen and there's no way that you could know what's going to happen in the future because... There's too many variables. Agreed. Right? Agreed. So. How can people reach Julia Becca Collins? Absolutely. COO at Vision Advertising. How can they, where can they find you? Totally. So uh, I personally am on Instagram at Julia Rivka. That's J-U-L-I-A-R-I-V-K-A. Um, you can find Vision Advertising on Instagram at Vision Advertising Rocks, um, you can find. And they do Vision yes, Advertising we do. Rocks, and and we do. and Julia as the CEO, COO yep. Rocks. <laughs> you can also find us online. Um, we're vision-advertising.com. That has all of our socials on there. Um, my email is Julia at vision-advertising.com, and that's it. So reach out to Julia. She is a wealth of information. Thanks. A great conversationalist, a great athlete, a great COO. Thanks. And, and I'm privileged to be here today in Westboro at Vision Advertising. Great talk. A ridiculously awesome talk with Julia Becca Collins, Chief Operating Officer of Vision Advertising. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I will talk to you again soon.